1: The Match Ball. Welcome to the Match Ball 30, our game-by-game game journey in real time through the 1991-1992 season. We are doing a Match Ball on the 30th anniversary of each game. Usual three with you, Dan, Michael, and Moscow, as we host Everton today. It's been a bit of a break, hasn't it? We've had two weeks or more off. We needed it after Oldham. I yeah. feel. Well, we've headed further west, haven't we, over to Merseyside to to Everton today. And um, televised games. So there's been loads of games in between times that we've uh, that we've missed. So the results that have happened in between, February the 11th, we had Arsenal one all against Norwich. Then on to February 12th, we had Chelsea one all against Southampton. Saturday the 15th, we had a few games in the league. Arsenal surpassing our thrashing of Sheffield Wednesday score wise. Anyway, a seven one home win for the Gunners in that one. Man City four 0 against Luton, and Oldham two one against QPR. The Sunday game that weekend, Tottenham Hotspur nil, Crystal Palace one. That was one of Tottenham's many, many games in hands, wasn't it? They had mm. hundreds at the start of the season. And then on to Saturday's games, yesterday's games. Villa 1-0 against Oldham. We've got Luton 2, Sheffield United 1. Man United crucially beating Crystal Palace 2-0, so that's really put them in the driving seat. Norwich 3, Liverpool nil. Didn't expect that one. Forest one all against Chelsea. QPR one all against Notts County. Sheffield Wednesday 2-1 against West Ham. Southampton 0-0 nil, nil with Coventry. Spurs-Arsenal won all in the North London derby and Wimbledon beating Manchester City, which is a useful result, actually. Two goals to one. Brings us round to Sunday, the 23rd of February, 1992. And we back on the telly again against Everton. Sick of it.
2: Yeah, I mean, just back on those results, there's a lot of madness in there with, you know, I know we beat Sheffield Wednesday 6-1, but they were third. And supposedly in this title race with us and Scum, and then Arsenal go and beat them 7-1, but then Sheffield Wednesday beat West Ham 2-1. And Manchester City, who are now above Wednesday in third, although Wednesday have a game in hand, lose 2-1 to Wimbledon, who are 16th. So it's almost like there is no consistency in this division whatsoever. Even Liverpool losing to... Who did they lose to? Somebody daft. Something <laughs> stupid. Norwich. It? I mean, that's ridiculous. Norwich uh, 11th and um, Liverpool, if they'd won that, they would have been above City and Wednesday in third. So there is... I mean... And uh, Scum is obviously the top two, but the gap to third is also quite significant as well. I think what we've learned from these two weeks off, I mean, we'll talk about the friendlies we've been playing, is it's also Scum, really, isn't it? Mm. European football guaranteed, more or less. Oh. Which is, that'll oh. be that's fun, a, won't it? That,
1: that's a big call. That's a big call. Not that many European places available, but we've been dabbling with a little bit of um, European flair. And travel and uh, having a bit of fun with... Uh, Shelburne. And uh, but Gothenburg as well, IFK Gothenburg. We played them and it all seems to be to get some minutes under the belt of uh, Eric Cantona. So he was brilliant when we played Shelbourne 2-0 victory there.
2: Does that suggest that the Irish League is his level?
3: <laughs> <laughs> So-called France international. Ridiculous. Can only play it a sort of... Uh... I mean, it is professional, isn't it, the Irish League, but not, not a great standard.
2: It was good against Gothenburg as well, his first home game, and they did have uh, uh, Thomas Rivelli, Sweden's most player in goal for them, and um, a couple of other, well, they had seven internationals, um, some household names as well, whose names I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but they had, you know, a strong team out against our relatively strong team, but a couple of youngsters in there as well. That young lad, um, Gary Kelly, is the, this striker, isn't he, mm. that we um, saw breakthrough against... Scunthorpe in the League Cup earlier this season and uh, Simon Grayson came off the bench as well probably thick head of hair on him Yeah, looks, looks a good player actually yeah no goal yet from Cantona uh, although Mike Casey writing in the Yorkshire Evening Post says he looks a handful so he should add mm. something to to our potent attack hopefully mm. as
2: we um, as we try and get this uh, this league title maybe done yeah Mike Casey wrote that he shows an almost reckless unconcern for his safety and an insatiable desire in the thick of the action, so he can get injured as well as Chapman. That'll be good.
1: <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was well received by people on the cop as well. Mm. So, um, and he went away to play for.
2: Uh, he proved he's a French international by playing for France
3: and failing to score in a defence that contained Martin Keown and Rob Jones.
2: Mm, yes, he was playing against England. Yeah, for yeah. France at Wembley, but uh,
1: Jean Pierre Papa was uh, alongside him up front too.
2: Mm. It should have been three um, 0 if Jeff Thomas. Managed to keep his uh, his shot on target. I think that's um, Did it, was it. Quite wayward. It, it was. Um, I mean, it started off going towards the goal, but it um, he put a lot of swerve on it. Mm. It's quite a skill to manage to then end up rolling past the corner flag. But um, yeah, you'd hope Cantona can do a little bit better than that. And you know, Jeff Thomas is in there instead of David Batty, and then he comes up with that pathetic <laughs> effort. And we've seen what Batty could do against um, Notts County. So if you want a player to run through shoot and score get David Batty back in the team come mm. on Graham Taylor yeah. I don't know what you're doing
1: although uh, Graham Taylor it seems like he is trying to transform this side a bit with like David Hurst and Alan Shearer up front I mean a lot of calls for Hurst who's a very talented striker for Sheffield Wednesday mm. and and that young lad um, Shearer from Southampton he's uh, he's done alright he scored against us didn't he earlier this season
2: mm. y- you do wonder if he'd not broken his wrist if this could have been an opportunity for Lee Chapman as well stake his claim before the uh, European Championships because You know, he's one of the top scorers in the first division when there's few better. Yep, tournament
1: coming in the summer. Lineker will probably be there. He um, he scored another goal from the bench. We also had Strachan uh, play for Scotland against Northern Ireland at Hampden Park. Gary McAllister in that one too. Gary Speed playing for Wales in a 1-0 win over the Republic as well. So um, plenty of home nation fixtures. No one travelling too far for these um, during the international break. Um, Back to Ellen Road and Bonds. Not Billy Bonds, but Cash Bonds to build our magnificent New East stand. We saw the renders, didn't we? Uh, mm. The drawings like earlier
2: this season. Looks looked well, it's, pretty amazing. It's record-breaking cantilever roof. Yeah.
1: And
3: there was a bit of criticism about the, the Bond scheme. It was a bit, a few people were a bit like, oh, we're bloody paying for it then, are we?
1: Mm. I mean, did, um, you not, did you not um, phone up? The, there's a hotline if you've got any questions, isn't it? And mm. it did say, the advert said, it's going to be staffed, is that by Bond girls in the office. Mm. Ah, very good. You see, so you didn't call that, no?
3: No, no. Are you not allowed um, to
1: use the phone as a, as a small child? or <laughs> Not since the, um, the, old the club, club, call, club call days. The club call yeah. bills. Oh,
2: yeah. Ask permission from the uh, bill holder before yes. you call.
1: But the uh, the idea with the bonds is that we will pay like £500 if you're an adult, 250 if you are a kid, and in return you get £100 off your season ticket for seven years. Prices are capped for a number of years. It'll take us round to the, almost the back end of the 1990s. It's a good deal, actually, for, uh, for season ticket holders, isn't it, to fund this... Uh, this new stand and you would hope that more people inside the stadium would then in turn bring more money into the club. And it seems like a sensible move. Yeah. I mean, the the club have commissioned um s- research on
3: this to see if people are in favor and 83% are apparently. They've yeah. been uh, they've been asking season ticket holders. So yeah. And the, the club are also trying to use the, uh, the development as a way to flog more half season tickets as well. They're saying, well, because of the development next year, there won't mm. be as many. So if you want to get to the front of the queue for a season ticket for next year, When obviously there's going to be, uh, you know, you want to be at the front of the queue for European Cup tickets and all that sort of stuff as well. So,
2: you see, that's it. You can understand some of the skepticism about it because um, the idea, you know, it's supposed to be a revenue generator for the club, but where's the guarantee that the revenue that this will generate for the club doesn't just go back into the club's pockets? You know, they're putting the squeeze on about half season tickets and trying to create ideas of a queue of like who can go and who can't next season and the old, you know, it's going to be all seater as well. So the uh, the loss of standing across the whole side of the pitch, it's a big change and sort of um, not all the fans want it. So asking the fans to pay for it with no guarantees that, um, that the fans will necessarily benefit, like 100 quid off the season ticket is one benefit, but will somebody else be making even more from it? So you can understand why people are, are sceptical.
0: J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend.
1: to goodison park and quite a small crowd today. Are we seeing maybe the effect there of lots of games around this time of year but also being on telly again. It seems to have reduced the the attendance at Everton to under 20,000 for this this one-all draw. I mean we saw them off in the in the cup not so long ago. We absolutely thumped them didn't we. So a shame not to repeat that but um a decent result at a difficult place to go.
3: You can't expect people to take their kids along when there's Peter Beardsley and Martin Keown on the same pitch can you? Yeah. Got, to, <laughs> well,
1: got to have some decency. Well let's run through those lineups at Goodison today. For Leeds John Lukic Mel and Tony DiRigo David Batty Chris Fairclough Chris White Gordon Strachan Rod Wallace Eric Cantona Gary McAllister and Gary Speed with Carl Schutt and John McClelland on the bench. Uh, Everton lining up with uh, Neville Southall Martin Keown Gary Ablett Matt Jackson Dave Watson Mark Ward John Eberle Robert Vargika. Communist Tony Cotty, Peter Beardsley, Mo Johnson with Andy Hinchcliffe and Peter Beagrie on the bench. Uh, Howard Kendall, of course, the boss for the Toffees. Where's Chappie today? Because uh, if he's not playing and Cantona's got his number nine shirt on...
2: Well, his wrist.
1: Oh, I thought you would be mused that he wasn't in the team. Got broken wrist, the man. His wrist wasn't damaged to the extent that he couldn't hold a microphone, though, was it? Because he was in the co-commentary uh, position for the televised game.
2: Yeah, that's it. And uh, some scintillating stuff as well. So he was uh I mean he was no more boring than anybody else it was at least he was a lot better than um they had Brian Robson in the studio at half time. Droning on. I mean he just he didn't say anything, did he? <laughs> Very boring
3: man. He's in just, that sort of Middlesbrough tone that he has.
1: Mm,
2: Maybe he just needs like a, a beer or something just to liven him up a little bit. Mm, or something like or something. that. To be yeah. fair it wasn't the most exciting of games.
1: But It was attritional, wasn't it? End to end in the like the opening spells. Uh, it was sort of low on quality uh but quite open the TV turn off the YEP described it as
3: which is uh, I guess we've had we've had a few treats haven't we with our, with our televised games um, in the fairly recent past so mm. it did feel like a bit of a letdown this one
2: I thought the whole point of signing Cantuna was that we'd be getting flair and we'd be getting excitement it'd be non-stop skills and thrills but he didn't look great in this no. not a
3: not so 100 mile an hour human pinball machine
1: <laughs> as the YEP <laughs> describe it
2: I mean even I mean, do we just skip the first half and go straight to the goal
1: well, sort of, yeah. I mean, let's um, let's quickly rattle through the chances because it, it was a bit end to end in that first sort of ten minutes. You have you have Maka who uh, puts a couple of defenders on their asses. Bit of a tame shot, kind of set the pattern for the game. Really mm. low in quality, and then they have a chance at the other end. Mo Johnson picks up on uh, Fairclough's header. It falls to him. He volleys it wide. I think. And that Cantona then has a, a chance. This was it, the big one. Yeah, over
3: Just you can see what he's trying to do, can't he? Just putting into the steering it into the far corner but
2: well I mean, we're talking about paying a million pound for him if mm. we keep him That's a lot, it's spent, a lot of
1: money for a striker so i've already
2: spent a lot for his um, loan fee and when he's trying to curl the ball into the bottom corner you'd think he'd actually do it not just stick it wide but then cantona tees
1: up uh, wallace who tees up strachan uh, shots too close to southall you then got a, sort of a corner the routine with the flick on big mel puts it wide it's it's not really happening is
2: it no, and, and I mean, you're making it sound much more exciting than it was. It sounds like chance after chance after <laughs> yeah. chance, but really... I mean, we're skipping through 15-minute increments there because that's how low quality it was. Yeah, there's there's not a lot going on in yeah. the first half.
1: Apart from the significant point is that Rod Wallace uh, picks up a knock, which is just what we don't need at this stage of the season as we're nursing Chappie back through his uh, fragile biscuit wrists.
3: Rod Wallace is getting twatted about from the first few minutes in this game. Mm. The ref really should probably clamp down on it. I think we're seeing a bit of the... Uh, which admittedly we, we do as well. That standard you can do what you want for the first five or ten minutes. So he gets he gets a couple of kicks then and then this is um this one comes around him him challenging for a, a Lucas long ball, which surely that's Cantona's job. You know, he's the biggest, isn't he? You can't, yeah. you, can't you can't have Rod Wallace doing this. Wallace
2: yeah. is brave though. He loves uh, going for ahead of whatever's happening and um yeah, paid the price and it's a uh, sign of um to lift us from the boredom of listening to Brian Robson at half time, we do get a little bit of Howard Wilkinson. Just to uh, liven things up, and he confirms, up the energy so levels. <laughs> confirms he got a kick and needs a precautionary X-ray. So yeah, that's an X-ray good. doesn't sound good, does it? No, but we get we we get Shotty on, and it turns out to be a good move in the end. X-ray means a broken bone, doesn't it? Always.
1: Mm. Mm. Okay, but Shotty comes on, then into the second half. Not all right. That happens for fifteen minutes, and then it sort of kicks into life. There's a goal uh, just after the hour mark, and it starts with a uh, with a Beardsley shot from distance. Uh, and ugly scenes, et cetera, et cetera. But it's tipped round the the post by uh, by John Lukic. And then what happens? Rope-a-dope.
3: We've got him. We were just setting ourselves up for a counter-attack. That's all it was.
1: Yeah, we break from the corner and uh, Cantona runs into a, a group of players, but then they just, for some
2: reason, seem to give it straight back to us. It's a bit messy, isn't it? This is what I was alluding to before when um, we were talking about Cantona's performances. He's got the chance to um, run through the centre circle and go over... Halfway, and he's got his head up, and there's McAllister on one side, Strachan on the other. And he just, he does a little kind of uh, step over thing and just runs straight into Martin <laughs> Keon and gives him the ball. I'm mean, thinking this guy, French international, supposedly full of skill, and he just gets absolutely mugged off by a perm, <laughs> a tall, horrible perm. And then, um, yeah, it, it falls to McAllister to so actually um, put some class on the play.
3: Although the goal itself, you would you would struggle to describe this as a classic goal, wouldn't I you?
1: mean, I was going to say, McAllister's involvement in this then sort of turns into a, what is a, is it a shot? Is it a, a, a cross? I think it's a shot, isn't it? But he, sort well, of, he just sort of drills it, but it hits, hits an Everton player. Well,
2: no, McAllister get, runs with the ball to the edge of the penalty area and he is now trying to shoot inside. A, saying, do you
1: think it was a shot or a cross? A shot, definitely, yeah. I'd say a shot.
2: Yeah. From McAllister. Well, it's hard to tell, isn't it, really? Because it just hits a leg straight away. He's trying to bend it into the far corner. Yeah, with, um, with no success. Well, it, it clips off of, I think it's John Ebrel's leg and then um, everybody's just reduced to standing, watching the ball as it goes straight up about 50 yards into the air. But Shutty's on the move. Shutty ain't standing around. He's uh, he's all action. But what's,
3: Southall having one of his eventful days. I was going to say, what,
1: what's he doing here? He's, he's always making the headlines against us, isn't he? Because this is a we. is it a punch that he tries? What is it?
3: Well, he, he starts running out to get it, but I think it's Watson's kind of in his way, isn't he? So then by the time he actually comes to punch it, he can't get a proper contact on it. Um so it, run, just, it
1: runs into him, doesn't he almost? Yeah, yeah, and then
3: it just it just drops the shut who I mean we can
2: kind of give him shut credit for this goal. It's mean, his it, goal.
3: It's definitely an own goal.
2: No, it was going in anyway. <laughs> Are you absolutely sure? Yeah, it's going in at the back post. It would it's um it's on an angle. Mm. And before uh, Martin Keown slides and puts in at the front post, it was travelling over the line.
1: Hmm. Well, Shutty, absolutely delighted keon scowling i think there is a beautiful contrast the, the look uh, on his face etc
2: there's a beautiful contrast between the two where um carl looks overjoyed and just happy to have scored a goal and then um yeah you see uh martin keon is sitting on the ground looking totally gormless and hideous and uh they make changes
1: straight away trying to address this one beagree and Hinchcliffe come on for vajika communist uh, and cotty uh, um Peter Berg goes up front and uh Cantona is then involved in a chance again and you think is this 2-0 but no it's not is it it's not 2-0 he, uh, he feeds Strachan but that is the end of that one because they equalize just 5 minutes after our goal which is a bit of a pain in the arse having taken the lead
3: and in the most leadsy way possible as well is the uh, it's the standard near post flick on a corner and then it's Jackson, the young
1: uh, lad, just comes in, doesn't he? Who
3: just who's just unmarked
1: at the back post I to mean, uh, to head it in. We did have a man on the post, unfortunately. It's Gordon Strachan,
2: mm. and he's very very tiny. He's probably quite tired as well because the uh, the chance he just referred to um, he's put through by Cantona. It's probably the one good thing Eric does in this game where um, uh, Strachan runs around the outside of him and he puts a through ball to, but it's too uh, too powerful and goes into Southall's hands and then up the other end pretty soon for this uh, corner.
1: And from that point on, it's a grind through to the finish. Peter Beardsley, slightly hairy moment, has a goal. Correctly ruled out for offside. Happy to go with that? Let's say yes. (laughs) It's a good finish over over Lukic. And then we see it through to the end. And we go back to Captain Charisma in the studio to pick man of the match. And uh, he's gone for ugly scenes as uh, Martin Keown He's given man of the match
2: not he, he's, he's
3: not put a foot he's wrong. Not put off. a
1: foot wrong on Apart yeah.
2: from the own goal that he did score. Well, he's like I know you're, tr- I know
3: you're trying to give it to Shutty.
2: It. It's Schutte's goal all day long, but also Martin Keown was not man of the match. And I think there's even, even at Goodison Park, you can hear laughter when, uh, when that goes. But it's, um, because we're locked in a, a title challenge with Scum, their captain is not going to give a Leeds player man of the match, is he? So um, it's a political... Uh, decision apart from um, anything else
1: and a bad one at that mm. um, reaction to this one then as we brought home the point Wilco seemed quite pleased with it actually saying in view of how we played it was a good result we only played well enough to get a draw we didn't play well enough to win the match today
2: well yeah I mean you say he's this is him pretending to be pleased it's so many backhanded compliments of like we, played, we only played well enough to get a draw we didn't get the ball wide early enough didn't get enough crosses in pitch was too big when we lost it too many short balls in the middle of the park getting cut out no not one of our best performances so because we were so bad a draw is a good result and I, I wonder what he would have uh, he talked about Cantona being kind of uh, caught in a it being a difficult introduction to English football as well and I think he will have been inwardly fuming about that equaliser as well because it's Cantona's player at the back post he should have been marking Mark Jackson he just stands and watches him bearing down on Strachan which again that's kind of that's Eric at both ends not really coming up to snuff which is maybe why he's asked about Lee Chapman coming back. Yeah. This is
1: to the uh, the ITV team because obviously Chapman as we said was on co-commentary I don't know when he's coming back. It depends how much you're paying him.
2: He's funny hey, isn't he as well. Hey. Hey, it we is a great line and he does follow it up by saying uh, we'd like him back because he's a good player and you always want your good players and uh, at the moment he's a better player than um, than this French fella.
3: They're very different aren't they? We've We've mm. tried to bring him in as a replacement for him but it's you know
1: he doesn't seem the strike uh, the sort of striker who wants to have balls just pinged at his head relentlessly does he well he's a fancy foreigner
2: is yeah. what I'm describing him as. But then even when he's got it is he's at his feet he's running straight into Martin Keon mm-hmm. so where does he want it is midriff if, he's, if his <laughs> head don't work and his feet don't work what good is he
1: mm, not a great outcome then in the sense that it leaves us one game behind Man United they've got a game in hand on us they've only played 28 they're top with 60 points we are second played 29 with 57 points so We are three points behind them. If they win their midweek game in hand, Chelsea, that is the game in hand, that's going to put them six points clear and you'd have to say, well, in the driving seat for for the title, wouldn't you, with what? Not too many games left. We've got um, 13, they've got 14, including that game in hand. Mm, Six points is a lot, isn't it? Second place is fine. But we've come so close, Michael. I mean, goal difference is equal. We're both on um, plus 29, so... It's so tight, we just need them to start dropping points really, don't we, I think. But I think this, it's felt like a disappointing weekend, this one, with them winning and us only drawing. Well, we'll see how we get on with that one then, and we will reconvene for the uh, the leap day, February the 29th. We return to Ellen Road after a couple of away trips. We've got Luton Town, who are down near the bottom end of the table. So you'd expect a home win in that one, wouldn't you? So um, hopefully, another three points on the board. You never know what's going to happen, do you, at that point? No. So enjoy the remainder of your February, and we will see you back at Ellen Road for that.